Good morning, everybody. We've got a mostly lower trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It's 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down a half cent at 5.86 and three quarters. January soybeans down six and a quarter at 12.54 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat down 12 and three quarters at 7.81 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat down 12 cents at $8 even. March spring wheat down five at 10.30 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or a review if you have not already. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that like button. Uh, leave me a comment. All of those things will help me to grow this channel. It will help YouTube to spread these videos out. That would be much appreciated. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner, guys. Check out my subscription service, $49.99 a month. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. A ton of information regarding grain markets, grain marketing, specific recommendations direct from me. Um, You can cancel at any time. Won't try to sell you anything else. Certainly check this deal out. Uh, We did have the Brazilian government out with its uh, monthly crop report this morning, and no surprise, I suppose, they increased their corn and soybean production estimates. They increased their projection for uh, the country's soybean crop to 142.8 million metric tons, up from about 142 even last month. The corn production estimate went from 116.7 last month up to 117.2 this month. So no surprise there, but uh, the Brazilian government, CONAB, out with their report this morning, larger production numbers uh, expected. Here in the United States, a group of farmers has asked the U.S. Justice Department to investigate the massive spike in fertilizer prices. There is a group called the Family Farm Action Alliance. They've got about 6,000 members, and they have sent a letter to the Department of Justice that went out yesterday. They have alleged that the fertilizer companies are setting their prices, quote, not based on supply and demand, but rather on the price the farmer is paid for their commodity crops, end quote. Uh, We've seen record high prices in in fertilizer this year. There's a lot of issues at play here. We had severe storms here in the United States. We had a big spike in natural gas prices. We've had all sorts of overseas issues with exports and logistics, that sort of thing. Uh, Is there price gouging going on? Uh, Certainly wouldn't be shocking to me. And, you know, we've seen the trend over the the years of, you know, higher commodity prices automatically almost equals higher input prices. Um, So do do they have a case here? Maybe. Is this anything that changes the price of fertilizer? Uh, anytime soon, probably not. Uh, this, this, if the Department of Justice decides to take this up at all, uh, it would be you know some sort of legal proceeding that takes months and months. And keep in mind that these this fertilizer industry is very much consolidated. There's only a handful of firms that really control it. They've got uh, high-priced lawyers and a lot of time, and uh, it's probably not anything that changes soon, but uh, perhaps a step in the right direction. We do have a USDA report today. This is the monthly crop production and WASDE report. It will be out at 11 a.m. Central Time. The December report is typically not a big market mover. Uh, USDA typically does not make adjustments uh, for this year's U.S. corn and soybean crops. Where you may see adjustments would be on the demand side of the U.S. balance sheets and also on the world balance sheets, both in regard to supply and demand. When you look at U.S. corn, I think some people expect perhaps uh, larger demand estimates. 
you know, ethanol has been really good exports. Uh, we have a strong book there. You can make that case in regard to soybeans. You may have to make the contrary argument that, you know, the exports just haven't been there. And I've discussed that at length here over the last several months, really now. Um, so you may see a, a reduced export number for soybeans, but you could see a, a, an increased crush number, which is the other half of your demand base. Um, domestic processors here in the United States, when it comes to soybeans, have some excellent margins. Uh, we should be crushing a lot of beans. So you could see a higher number there in regard to wheat, maybe a lower U.S export number for wheat, uh, maybe some adjustments to the South American production numbers. It's, it's awfully early to make any big revisions, but, um, uh, that report will be out again at 11. U.S. ethanol production rose sharply last week. Weekly output 1.09 million barrels per day. That was up 5.3% on the week. It was up 10% versus the same week last year, and it was up 1.6% versus the same week in 2019. This is one of the top, certainly one of the top 10 weeks of ethanol production on record, probably. It's a, it's a really good number. Um, ethanol stocks were up uh, less than a percentage point on the week, but they are still at their lowest level seasonally of the last five years. Margins for U.S. ethanol producers remain excellent. So, you know, we had we had all this news regarding the EIA and, and mandates and all this stuff earlier this week. Uh, the, the thing that will affect, you know, the corn market in particular short term is the fact that the economics of ethanol on its own are very, very good. Um, ethanol production has been very, very strong. And as a result, demand for corn has been very strong. It's helped to uh, keep prices up, both futures, basis, all of those things. It's been an overall uh, a positive factor, certainly. We had a big flash sale of corn to Mexico yesterday. U.S. exporters sold a total of 1.844 million metric tons. That's almost 73 million bushels of corn to Mexico. That was split between this marketing year and the uh, uh, next marketing year, 22-23. Most of it, uh, 43 million for this year, and then 20, almost 30 million for next year. That was the largest daily corn sale to Mexico on record. It was the fifth largest sale on record to any destination. So that was a really, really good uh, sale to Mexico yesterday. In addition, USDA reported a smaller soybean sale, 130,000 metric tons. That's about 5 million bushels uh, to China. So U.S. corn commitments are very strong. Uh, soybean commitments continue to lag. Um, same story, different day there. Dryness in uh, southern Brazil and Argentina continue to be an issue. It's, it's something that's being discussed a little bit more heavily here. Uh, this is the forecast that I've got on my screen. And you can see that a, a lot of Brazil is going to be really wet. But the southern areas of Brazil and a lot of key areas in Argentina Argentina, you know these areas of Argentina right here. This is this is corn and soybean country. Uh, these this these far southern states in Brazil have been dry. And if you were to pull up a um, you know a soil moisture map or something along those lines, you would see th this. The forecast almost looks very similar to the the moisture maps in that the southern areas of Brazil and, and and a lot of Argentina have been dry, where a lot of of Brazil, the, the remainder of the country has seen a big improvement in moisture. Moisture deficits have disappeared. So this is something that we have to keep an eye on. The forecast doesn't uh, really look that great, to be honest, for the, for those areas. Most of Brazil is, is going to do just fine in regard to rainfall. We will have an export sales report this morning at 11 a.m. Central Time. Corn sales expected 600 to 1.4. Soybean sales are expected uh, 1 million to 1.7. Wheat sales expected 50,000 to 400,000. Those are the numbers for uh, expected for the uh, current marketing year. Cattle market finished lower yesterday. There was some scattered uh, cash cattle trade. I think 141 to 140. Or no, I'm sorry, 140 to 141 in the north. Wednesday, uh, not much in the south.
mouth to uh, speak of. We'll see what develops here the next couple of days. The board was lower yesterday. Feeder cattle uh, sharply lower yesterday. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is higher. Uh, stock markets lower. The S&P is down 14. The Dow's down 100. Bonds up a little bit. Gold and silver lower. Crude oil is down 61 cents at 71.75 in the January WTI contract. I'm out of the office tomorrow. I'll talk to you guys Monday. Have a nice weekend.